Thanks for tuning in to the Unpopular Review Wrestling Podcast. This is an audio version of our Wrestling Review live streams. You can check those out and other funny and entertaining content at our YouTube channel. Find it at youtube.com backslash unpopular review. Thanks and enjoy the show. What's going on, everybody? This is Big Daddy Cool for Unpopular Review. We are doing the WWE Monday Night Raw review show for January 11th, 2021. And uh, yeah, we are uh, ready to kick off. We've got a lot to talk about. We've got Triple H showing up on a surprise episode of uh, Monday Night Raw after Drew McIntyre comes out and uh, is diagnosed with COVID. Uh, we've got uh, Keith Lee and Sheamus being best friends and then being bitter enemies. We've got Raw ending uh, The Fiend, some funniness, and a fireball. So more to talk about that on the other side. Guys, you're watching Unpopular Review, WWE Monday Night Raw edition. Catch you on the other side. going on everybody this is big daddy cool for unpopular review again like i said this is the wwe monday night raw review and results show before i introduce my co-host for this evening please make sure that you like love and share this broadcast with everybody if you're watching us on youtube please make sure you hit that like button and please subscribe if you haven't already done so unpopular review does reviews for wrestling all wrestling shows during the week aw nxt raw wwe smackdown pay-per-views all that jazz um and we also do movie review tv shows we had a great review of uh, black lightning over the weekend please check that out on our youtube channel um again like and subscribe would greatly appreciate it thank you very much uh, guys, before I continue rolling in on Raw, let's please welcome my co-host. As usual, it is the technician. Dave, what's going on, buddy? Steven, what's going on, man? Super happy to be back. Super happy to be here. Brand new setup. Brand new environment. Got my UPR shirt on. How you doing tonight? I'm doing all right. I'm doing fantastic. Um, we're having a little bit of trouble with our Facebook stream, so um, we please ask... Um, our buddies on Facebook that usually watch us on Facebook to come on through to YouTube and watch us on YouTube. Um, uh, hopefully we, uh, we, we continue the party over here. So um, Dave, I'm going to introduce, uh, we have a co we have another co-host on for tonight and that's my good buddy, George, George, what's, George, what's going on? Hey, what's going on guys? How you doing? Doing great. Good to see you. How are you? Ah, uh, living a dream, bro. Living a dream. Just uh, you know, enjoying a good. You know what? Nah, I'm I'm not even gonna lie to you. <laughs> that, this episode was awful, but 
this is your guy's show. I'll work with however you want to do it, but uh, I'm just happy to be here. What was what was more awful, George? Uh, tonight's Raw or the Pittsburgh Steelers play last night in uh, playoff football? <laughs> so, you know, it's funny because for weeks I've been saying how the Steelers are fake good, and they really are fake good. They were fake good. But if you dig down deep into the stats from last night, uh, Ben threw for over 500 yards with four touchdowns. If you take away that Marcus Pouncey throw to – you know, behind them into the end zone. That was a closer game than it should have been. Maybe the defense should get more of a blame, but I'm going to have to go with Raw being worse than the Steelers' performance last night. Very good. Um, I have to agree with you. I mean, it was a complete shit show, but this is not football talk. That's for later on. Um, This is the Raw show, and we're going to be talking about Monday Night Raw. We're going to start off with the uh, biggest news of the night, and that's Triple H showing up to uh, headline start Monday Night Raw and then uh, get into a battle with Randy Orton. Raw kicks off with Triple H coming in. Obviously, before the show at around like this afternoon, around like three or four o'clock, uh, the news comes out that Drew McIntyre uh, is diagnosed with COVID. He is COVID positive and we wish him all the best. He looks good. He was on Raw two times uh, via, I guess, some recording that he did over his uh, cell phone and uh, he wants everybody to wear their masks and practice social distancing. Obviously they didn't do that last week. Night. We play guess which legend legend gave, uh, gave Drew COVID, but we'll that game later. Um, what I want to talk about is triple H decides, I guess Vince or somebody decides that, there needs to be more star power, and so they call on Triple H to start this show. Randy gets into his face. Um, he says he wants to. He wants Triple H to either proclaim him the thirtieth entrance into the Royal Rumble or give him the title. And Triple H says he can't do that. Randy then challenges him. H says no. Then Randy pretty much calls him a punk. And uh, says that he must have left his balls in Stephanie's purse, at which point that's when Randy, uh, sorry, Triple H decided to punch him in the face. George, I'll start with you since you're our guest here. Do you think this warranted a match or has Triple H like taken like it seems like a like a cheap way to call him out? Definitely a cheap way to call him out. Uh you know, when I came home from work, I was about a half an hour late. So I had to start on like the first commercial and see what I had missed to, uh, you know, get to the live action. And I just didn't understand why we had to do, why we had to end the show the way we did. I just felt like them two getting together wasn't necessary. I understand they wanted to compete with the college game that's going on right now, uh, you know, between Ohio State and uh, Bama. You know, so they wanted, you know, like headlines there. And, you know, Triple H, even though he's still, you know, wrestling, obviously he didn't wrestle for 2020. He's still of that legendary status. We know he's going to be a Hall of Famer when he gets there. Uh, you know, so he's still a name. Triple H is still, I believe, the draw. Uh, so they were hoping. Is, George, is Triple H uh, uh, a legend or a Hall of Famer or both? Triple H is both. I mean, technically, yeah, he is a Hall of Famer. He went in with DX, uh, what was it, uh, two years ago, right? Before um, 
the very last Hall of Fame we had before COVID canceled pledges. Yeah, so he's both actually one of the uh, one of the few that are both. So you know, if you're gonna go up to if you're gonna go head to head with a college football game, why not get somebody like Triple H on the card uh, against Randy Orton though? Eh, I could have done without it. I feel like they could have utilized him better on the show. Okay, David, what did you think? Um, with, uh, the triple, triple H coming back, I, I feel like they always, I don't know why, um, but every time triple H is on somebody, either whether it's a legend or someone on the current roster has to make some joke about triple H leaving his paws somewhere. I swear. I, it's like, I hear it every single time he's on the screen. Um, but I, I was, I was more than pleased to see triple H back for the first time, uh, since I believe he wrestled Randy Orton in Saudi Arabia, uh, back in 2019. Um, yeah, overall, I was, I was hoping to see more of a normal one-on-one match for these two, but as Randy Orton said, he wanted to fight and he got it. Um, but besides that, good to see Triple H. So let's get into the rest of the, uh, parts of, uh, this angle with Triple H. Later on, we show Triple H, we see Triple H in backstage, uh, getting ready for the match. Um, he's wearing a motorhead shirt, which is very similar to the shirts that he wears, but is not triple H triple H merch. Um, I guess it's an homage to, uh, the lead singer of, uh, motorhead who passed away recently, but Keith Lee is backstage with him. And he says, I've already wrestled two matches, which we'll get to in a short bit. Uh, and I don't, ma- I don't mind fighting a third, uh, you don't really have to do this H and he taps him on the shoulder and he says, I got this bro. Don't worry about me. Um, and so I thought it was an interesting interlude in the backstage area because they could have picked anybody. And also, you know, why is it necessary for Keith Lee to tell triple H this? I thought it was a nice homage for, I guess, to have triple H give him a rub without being in the ring. What do you think, George? You know, I agree with you 100%. You know, everybody in the uh, IWC, they like to use that term buried when it comes to Keith Lee. You know, he's been buried since the moment he's come to the main roster. Uh, And I I disagree with that. You know, ever since he's come to the main roster, he's been in the main event picture. And to see him backstage, you know, chop it up with Triple H and let him know, like, listen, since I've come here, You've had my back. You've gone to back for me. Let me repay you by helping you out here. I don't mind taking on Randy again and fighting for a third time tonight. So to see, you know, Triple H and him, you know, talk like that, uh, I, I definitely, I definitely felt like he gave him the rub there. And uh, maybe the IWC can stop saying that this guy's buried because he's he's not. He's, he's clearly not. Without a doubt, George, I agree with you. I think we all agree with you on unpopular review here that uh, Keith Lee is not buried, and he looked pretty strong too today. We'll talk about him in the next segment or in one of the upcoming ones. So let's talk about this match or street fight or whatever it was supposed to be. There's no referee in the ring. It's pretty much just Triple H coming out in a leather jacket trying to beat down on Randy Orton. As this match started around like 10.50, so you knew it was going to be quick. Um, so 
immediately like they get into it triple h goes to get his sledgehammer and then the lights start going out and <laughs> and then triple h disappears <laughs> like the fiend made him disappear i don't know what the fuck was supposed to happen there but alexa is there and i got to say i don't really usually find alexa like hot but the fact that like i mean she's an attractive girl don't get me wrong but i I mean, like on the whole list of like attractive girl, like WWE superstars, she's not really like in my top ten. What um, about when I cos? What, what about when I cosplayed as her? Did you appreciate that at least? Oh, always. When you when I when you cosplay as anybody, I appreciate it. I, I think it's hilarious. One time, uh, he, I, one time he went to WrestleMania as Enzo. It's great. Um, and so she's backstage, and I'm just gonna play this clip. Um, because I can't do it real justice. She's she's staring at him. She looked good in this black outfit, like a black wedding dress that she's wearing. And um, she does her best Street Fighter uh, Ryu impression. She just hit him with a Hadouken. And he crippled to the floor. I was shocked to see this. David, let's start with you. What did you think of this uh, fireball segment ending Raw? I mean, it, uh, it's nothing we haven't seen before. We saw something similar with Karrion Cross and Keith Lee in NXT. I don't even know why they did that. Um, but I guess it's just hyping up the Fiend's return. I really have no comments on this. It just is what it is. Oh, you didn't like it at all? You didn't like fireball? Uh, it, it didn't make sense. Why? Why did she have to do that? It, what? Did they really? They couldn't come up with anything else. David, what's better, shots of fireball or this fireball? Shots of fireball, honestly. <laughs> Seven to be exact. Oh, all right, my man. Look at you. Yeah. Also, I don't know how Alexa Bliss is not in your top ten of, of attractive women in in WWE. Who is your top ten? I don't know. I, she's just not. She just yeah. Didn't... Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. Shut your Lana mouth. Is, Lana is definitely number one for him, for sure. Lana number one. <laughs> Lana number one. Lana day. Um, George, what did you think about the fireball, man? <sighs> so I'm watching it, and I see your hand go up, and I try to read like what's written on the tape, and I'm like, oh, that's, that's his pain. I was like, that's cool. And I definitely thought like the Fiend was going to come back. I, I wasn't expecting the fireball. And then when it happened, and then he starts falling to the floor and, you know, starts grabbing his face, I'm like, that, that, that's it? I mean, I get it. The Fiend was set on fire. So now you're bringing fire back into the storyline again by the fireball to the face. Uh, it was cool. It was better than Hogan's fireball all those years ago, for sure. <laughs> I can just see, like, the the USA, like, network executives going, yes, this is the the the... the... The, the the juicy stuff we were looking for for ratings, yeah, people on fire and shooting fireballs and all that stuff. Um, let's go through the comments real quick. I want to see where everybody is at. Uh, Randy Orton and Triple H. Zoli said, "What's up? What's up, Zoli? How you doing? Thanks for joining us on YouTube, guys. I know there's problems with the Facebook. Looks like it might be going in and out because I saw Elvis and Mike were here earlier, but." Um, if you're watching us on YouTube, please, if it's for the first time, hit that like button. Make sure you subscribe so that way you get um, notifications and all that jazz when we go live on, on Popular Review on YouTube. Um, 
Let's see here. Mike Riggs says, I bet it's hard to watch Raw because uh, Drew McIntyre wasn't on the show. I hope he feels 100% better and beats Goldberg. Um, Kobe. What's up, Kobe? Kobe says, hello. I like how Drew says social distance, yet they're promoting the Rumble. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> this is an interesting uh, uh, topic of discussion here. So he makes reference of like, again, in this video, he's not in the ring or anything, if you didn't watch Raw. And he's like, guys, I want you to make sure you wear your mask. And it's pretty much like the 2020, 2021 version of say your prayers, take your vitamins, wear your mask, social distance. And <laughs> right. And so like, but last week he's, he's face to face with Hogan. He's in Goldberg's face. Like how am I supposed to listen to Drew McIntyre about social distancing and wear my mask? When nobody on fucking Monday Night Raw wears a mask. Nobody's social distancing. So is there some when he comes back, are they, is he going to like put his foot down and be like, Vince, you got to change something, brother. Like, is he, that's my Drew McIntyre impression. I don't know if it was good or bad, but. Yeah, it was terrible, actually. It, it sounded more like Hulk Hogan, not going to lie. Definitely sounded like Hogan. <laughs> so, you know, what's, what's he going to do? What's, what's, what's anybody going to do? Nothing's going to change. Yeah, but you know what? You got to remember, though, you know, the CDC told us back in March when all of this stuff started that this is actually in your system for 10 days before you start actually feeling any type of symptoms. So it doesn't mean he caught it last Sunday. It, he, I mean, uh, last Monday, rather. He could have had it before then. He could have caught it after that. It's not, he could you know, have caught it on New Year's. Mm -hmm. Yeah, could have had it during Christmas. He probably caught it on New Year's. Who knows? Who knows? That's that's the big speculation, right? But who knows who he caught it from? Uh, although, I mean, you know, everybody likes to blame Hulk Hogan for stuff. So, <laughs> Mike Riggs says Triple H is one of the toughest superstars and one of the best damn WWE heavyweight champions of all time. I agree with that. Uh, oh, look, Daniel Miller's here. What's up, Daniel? Man, as soon as I saw that no talent had Charlotte, <laughs> the show bombed. Oh, we're going to get to Charlotte in a second. I actually like that segment. That was probably one of my favorite segments of tonight's Raw. Was this uh, Triple H, not Triple H, this uh, Charlotte and uh, Ric Flair segment. Steve, I would like to make a dream match at WrestleMania. John Morrison versus The Miz inside of a steel cage because I think that John Morrison is a way better wrestler than The Miz. George, do you agree with this? No, I don't actually. I don't agree with that at all. Oh, no. Oh, and Miss Jones is here. What's going on? Randy Orton and Triple H had an awesome promo. They did have an awesome promo. I was watching them and I'm like, this is masterclass promo right here. Like, I'm, I buy into them wanting to beat the shit out of each other. It was a good promo. All right, boys. Um, let's see. Where do you want to go next on Monday Night Raw? Should we talk mm -hmm. about the, the second segment of the night, which was Charlotte versus Lacey Evans? Sure. Why not? Very good. So um, this segment starts off with Lacey, uh, Charlotte being interviewed backstage by uh, Sarah Schreiber. And it's like that Spider-Man meme where they point at each other and they're like, I'm the real Spider-Man. No, I'm the real Spider-Man. The they're both blonde. <laughs> exactly. They're both blonde and they look alike. But Charlotte's blonde too. If anything, Charlotte and Lacey Evans look more alike than Lacey Evans and Sarah Schreiber. 
No, I disagree with you there. What? Um, so, uh, Sarah, Sarah asks Lacey, what's, um, Sarah asks Charlotte, like, oh, what did you think? Oh, and she's like, oh, you know, I still love my dad and family comes first, yada, yada, yada. Well, let's see how, how long family comes first lasts. Um, Charlotte does her introduction. Then uh, Sarah is interviewing Lacey. And <laughs> I got I to gotta admit, like, horn dog Lacey, like the fact that she's like flirting with an old man, she's like, I need me a sugar daddy. Like, I love it. I, I don't know. Maybe it's the fact that I'm old. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I see myself in Ric Flair more than I see myself in like, I don't know, Andrade. I don't know. And I was like, oh, this is funny. <laughs> and then, you know, during David, during last week's show, I remember I said, like, I think this would be a great opportunity for Ric Flair to be like Lacey's manager. And look, it's happening. So they have this match and Ric Flair is nowhere to begin this match. But halfway through the match, like Charlotte is decimating Lacey. Like she's just ragdolling her all around. Ric Flair's music hits and he comes down and he's giddy. He's like skipping to the to the to the front um, of the ring. And he gets to the ring, and I think Charlotte had okay, Charlotte had Lacey pinned, and then Ric Flair does this. <laughs> this guy put put Lacey's leg on the rope to break her his own daughter's pin. And then Charlotte knows what's up and she's all like, yo, don't do anything stupid, dad. She said, go home, dad. And he yelled, I'm not going home ever. (laughs) 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 Yo, this guy... I give Ric Flair a lot of credit because this guy will probably slap COVID in the face if he ever did catch caught COVID. Like he would just be like, For if real. I'm going out and COVID takes me, I don't give a fuck. I live my life. And so later on, Charlotte like gets tripped up. Lacey pins him, pins her. And then Ric Flair holds Charlotte's legs down. So she loses the match because of Ric Flair. And then they end up here. I'm going to bring up another picture. They end up running off together. Ric Flair and Charlotte. Now, uh, Ric Flair and Lacey. Charlotte, and, really? <laughs> I know. Sorry, listen. I told you they're two blondes. So they don't. This is this is amazing. Like my my wildest dreams are coming true. Guys, come on. This is not exciting. Oh, David, you look very upset. What's going yeah, on? What are you like, oh, Charlotte, I mean Lacey. They don't just because they're blonde doesn't mean they look alike. Like one one has a gimmick of basically someone that's sassy, and then one has another gimmick of a queen. So I, I mean I, I bet if I clo- if I blindfolded you and played two of their matches on <laughs> mute, you wouldn't know which one is which. But that doesn't make any sense. You just said you were going to blindfold me and then play two of their matches on you, which means I can't see or hear anything. Exactly. <laughs> I bet you I bet you Helen Keller could figure it out. That's a that might be too smart of a joke for our our audience. I'm not sure if they they know who Helen Keller is. Sure, she's guardianship storyline. Uh, what do you guys think about um what do you guys think about 
Rick being a manager for Lacey Evans. Do you guys like it? Do you guys hate it? George, you can go ahead. I mean, I, I don't know. I really don't think Lacey needs it uh, personally. I I actually am becoming more and more of a Lacey fan, and it's not even have to do with her in ring work. It's everything she's doing on Instagram. I mean, just the lingerie sets. Like, they brought back bra and panty matches in 2021. She's the very first person that I would love to see in one of those style of matches. Uh, what, what what was she doing last week on her Instagram? She was uh, – she had her legs open and she was like having the guy fan her vagina. I don't even know if you could say vagina. Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I thought it was awesome. Like she just lives that whole sassy thing. And like, I, I love it. I, I do. I do. But as far as Flair as a manager, I personally don't think she needs him. Uh, I think they need to make a decision with her. Is she going to be heel? Is she going to be face? I feel like they bounce back and forth way too much. She's almost like the female big show at this point. But, uh, yeah, I love the woman's right. Women have rights, you know? Equal rights, equal lefts. I hear you. I love Charlotte. I love us. I hear, there I go again calling her Charlotte. I love Lacey. I, I think she, t- for some reason today, like, she looked really bad in the ring. I don't know if that was supposed to be on purpose or um, it was uh, by design. I don't know. But I love the idea of Ric Flair being her manager. I love it. I think Lacey needs something new to kind of bring her back to the forefront of the women's division. And this is just it. Charlotte doesn't need Ric Flair, but Ric Flair needs Lacey. Lacey needs Ric Flair. Ric Flair, like he said to Charlotte tonight, he don't want to stay home. He doesn't want to do anything. He wants to, he wants to be in the action. Why not be, be her manager? Like, I love it. I love the idea. I love the idea of in 2020, 2021, Instead of Ric Flair flirting with young girls, it's young girls flirting with him. <laughs> and why wouldn't Ric Flair be be down with that? Like, it it writes itself to me. Like, I don't know. I just, I loved it because I'm a dirty old man. So that's my feelings on it. Always, always making comments about like Alexa and all, and all these girls. You got Listen, like... <laughs> I saw this online. I thought I'd share it here with you guys first. This is, uh, I'm, this, listen, we're breaking news right now. I want you guys on YouTube to make sure that you're following Unpopular Roo. We have a lot of breaking news. We have uh, deep sources in WWE. I'm just going to give you a little bit of taste of what's going to go on next week on Monday Night Raw. Check oh, it out. Look at that. There you go. It's going to be a live sex party. I wonder what Lacey's husband thinks of all this. Oh, please. That man's probably dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, you, so- you would think – you. But listen, it's not like she's doing that with, like, some mid-carder or some job. Or, like, Ric Flair's a legend, right? Like, So he should feel honored? He, yeah, I think he should feel honored. He should be like, hey, man, listen, if you're going to go, you know, lift your skirt up to any old man, I'm, I'm really happy that that old man is Ric Flair. Yeah, so you'd co-sign, uh, so, you'd co-sign your wife doing that? My wife would probably never be interested in doing anything like that. Mm-hmm. But if my wife was Lacey Evans, I'd be like, yeah, all right, I'd be done. <laughs> um, so I know it doesn't say that we're live on Facebook here, but we actually are live on Facebook. I want to catch up with some of the comments on there. Um, Charmaine says, I was on the Thunderdome and I saw two matches. Uh, Elvis said, I read that uh, SmackDown Superstar also has COVID. That's interesting. wonder who it is. 
Um, Elvis says, where was Asuka? And then Charmaine says, Lacey likes Wrinkle the Falls. So that's uh, very good. This thing tells me that we're not on Facebook, but whatever you say, David. Well, I'm looking at it. Victor Nash is here. What's up, Vic? Vic uh, made the tre the trek over here from uh, Facebook. Ric Flair for president 2024. I agree with that. I'd vote for him. I can tell you right now that Ric Flair probably would not uh, tell us to uh, cause an uprising and an insurrection, but that's unpopular review. <laughs> yeah. It's not unpopular review wrestling. Um. Uh, oh, look at this. Daniel Miller actually has something positive to say. Alexa, Alexis Fireball saved the entire <laughs> show. Wow. All right. Okay. Thank you for that. Very Mr. good. Uh, Zoli says she's looking really hot. Uh, Daniel Miller also wants to say Alicia Fox is not a legend. Daniel, we Daniel spoke Miller's about this wrong. last week. She is a legend. Thank you. George, can you enlighten Daniel was not people? wrong. Can you school some people? I, I did that list last week. <laughs> And uh, everybody I, I was got defending, on I was, I, was, I was defending you in the comments last week. She's absolutely a legend. I don't understand why people don't think she is. David, I know you got into it last week with uh, Katrina because she then tried to say. Yeah, uh, I'm going to get into it with you legend. too because she's not a legend. She's now, I'm not going to go through this again. She's not a legend. She, what, what has she done? What has she done? She. Besides win the Divas Championship and won an FCW Women's Championship, what has she done? I'm listening. Uh, she's helped put o she's helped put over other women. That's her job. She's put uh, she put over all the four horse women. It has increased yep. them to show their talents. Check. What are you talking about? I know what I'm talking about. Alicia Fox is not a legend. She hasn't done jack shit. She she tried to add tight the third balance win, and then she had that one little divas title reign, and that was it. Hey, but That's you it. remembered it. She, she's a legend. Yeah. Okay, I remembered it. So what? People remember a lot of things. It really? doesn't have to be tell just Alicia Fox. It, it could be anything else. Tell us what you remember from today. What I remember from today, I remember taking a nap during <laughs> This is so. This is so titillating. Um, but yeah, I, I um, Alicia exactly. Fox. Thank Alicia. you, Alicia Fox. Awesome. You know what I do? You know what I do? Remember from today? I, I remember this from about five minutes ago. George finally showing some respect that Lacey Evans deserves. That the executive consultant won't give her for whatever reason. Lacey Evans is such a talent. She she has the persona. She has the wrestling ability. She should be a star. I don't know why why WWE oh, absolutely. this long to treat Lacey Evans the way they are right now, but she's gonna be a star. She already is a star. What I'm saying. No, I, I agree with you. I agree with you 100, percent David. Exactly. That's the smartest thing George has said today. Hey, no, no offense. You, you've been saying a lot of good stuff. Um, but no offense. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> okay. Most Remember of the, team, that's the smartest yeah. thing you've said. You've been on here for thirty minutes, George, but it's the smartest thing you've said in <laughs> thirty minutes. Oh, oh, okay, you know what I mean. That, that's okay. fine. All, All right, right guys. Um, let's move on to um. Keith Lee and Seamus. This, this, this is going to lead me to a topic that I want to talk about with you guys. It's obvious COVID has messed up the the three hour format of Raw. Everybody wants to complain about Raw should be two hours. Even in two hours, I think it'd be difficult to book what they're trying to book on USA. 
it's obvious to me that there are multiple people besides Drew McIntyre that have COVID, but I found it odd and in- interesting that Drew McIntyre is the only person that they will admit has COVID. There was a time when Apollo was the U.S. champion and he disappeared for two weeks and they feigned some fake injury. Everybody goes in and out for at least a two or three weeks and then they come back. But we don't hear that they get COVID. Now, I'm not asking for that information. I'm just saying it's interesting that this guy, the world heavyweight champion of WWE, has COVID, and then all of a sudden we get news that he's got COVID. I guess you can't hide the champion, and I guess that's why they had to make reference to it. But here we had Keith Lee and Sheamus in two matches, two segments, and later on you have Matt Riddle and Lashley, essentially, and again, two matches and two segments in the same show. Like, that leads me to plus you had a, a Goldberg video package. Yeah. It, it seemed like they were stretching a lot of stuff because they didn't have the the manpower on 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 hand to deliver a good show. Yeah, and that's the thing is that you know Keith Lee was a not one, not two, but three segments tonight. I mean, th- this goes to show, you know, I, I get that where you where you're coming from when you say they can't really fit a lot of the stuff they put in a three-hour show to a two-hour show. But tonight, just show me the complete opposite. I think they need to put Raw back to two hours. Three hours is way too long. It affects the viewership. Uh, the audience is basically asleep. I was taking a nap. So, yeah. I, and main event in 205 show is 30 minutes. But, yeah, that's that's main event in 205 Live. That's not that's not Raw or SmackDown. Uh, David is a better host than Big Daddy Cole. Also, the smartest thing that Daniel Miller has said today. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, Raw needs to go back to two hours. Point Blake. <laughs> I disagree with that. I think Raw can still be three hours, but they need to just do better jobs booking. But the problem is everybody's they've got people having COVID and that's they can't book everybody. Jeff wants to know, did you guys enjoy the same hot tag ending in both Lee and Nia's match? No, like it was, it's just uh, nonsense. It, it obviously like it's to tell there's dissension in the ranks and obviously in the Lee and Sheamus match. So just to bring everybody up to speed, um, Keith Lee and Sheamus, I guess have a backstage segment and they're now buddy, buddy. Sheamus is like, Hey, all our troubles are behind us. It's all swept under the rug because, you know, my buddy Drew says that you're a good guy. And so I believe him. And so now I believe you and we're all chummy, chummy. Miz and Morrison break in. They want to have a fight. They challenge each other to a match. They get into a match. The match is meh. Um, uh, let's see here. Oh, the turnbuckle exploded. I've got a, I've got a video of that. Turnbuckle exploded. Jeez, I, I was asleep for like... 40 minutes. What did I miss? <laughs> yeah, look at that. And then oh, my God. Back. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. So, so yeah. So, Keith, hey, Keith Lee's learning how to work like a big man, right? And they had him do that. <laughs> so, um, it's good. They win, right, With the bro- after uh, Seamus Brogue kicks Morrison. And then they go to commercial break. They're all hugging and kissing and, and loving and laughing. And then they go to commercial. And then when they come back from commercial, these dudes are fighting each other. And now we have a match between Keith Lee and 
um, Seamus. And the, the thing that I wrote down before this part was I hated the fact that these guys were so chummy chummy. Like what the fuck is like, I feel this, this booking is bipolar. And then now we come back from commercial and they hate each other. And so they have a match, pretty decent match. I'm a little bit upset that this didn't happen at Royal Rumble, but I guess I understand everybody's got COVID. So you got to give people something. So they rushed this match. And um, Keith Lee wins the match with the spirit bomb after the match. Oh, by the way, he pins him. He hits him in the spirit bomb and then he breaks the pin. You know how like you can pin off a sit off, sit down power bomb. So he doesn't pin him like that. He get, he get he remaneuvers, he reshifts around and then pins him regular. Because I guess he heard us bitching about his lazy pin last week. What? Did the spirit bomb? Yeah. What? What? Why? Why does it matter? If anything, the because pin he's a big man. Supposed to, a big man's supposed to look big, not a big man's supposed to look like a fat lazy slob. How is it fat? How is it, how is he a fat lazy slob for? Doing a pin straight off the power bomb. If anything, yeah. that makes the move look more powerful. Go back and watch it. Like when he pins him, he pins him, but he lays there like he's Dylan on unpopular review. Like, like. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had a conversation about this, David, last week. Like, yeah, we were talking about it today too. <laughs> yeah, and so so I'm I'm talking about Keith Lee, not Dylan. Um, and so this time around, he kind of goes in and lifts the leg and pins him right. Um, and so after the match, they hug each other. Now they're best friends again. So whatever it is, what it is. Um, what'd you guys think of this whole thing with Keith Lee and Seamus? Obviously I've already spoken enough. George, go ahead. Uh, I mean, honestly, there's not much to say. I, I feel pretty much the same exact way you did. Uh, I thought it was surprising when we came back from commercial that we got to see them fight. Uh, like you said, they, they were just doing it for stalling purposes. I didn't get it. I didn't really need it. Like you said, I thought we were going to get it a little later on at the Rumble. Uh, There's really nothing else I have on that match. David. I mean, this has really been an ongoing feud. I don't know when they're actually, you know, going to bring it to an end because it's kind of confusing. Because it's like, you know, one moment Sheamus is against Keith. Another moment Sheamus wants to work with Keith. And and then you know people out here calling Keith a fat lazy slob saying he looks like Dylan. I I I, I really don't understand. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's, that's exactly what the pin looked like. Put that picture up again. Here. <laughs> there you go. That's exactly when Keith Lee pinned last week. That's what he looked like. Yo, y'all look fat. Not 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 today. Um. Let me catch up to some of these comments. Daniel Miller is is obviously trying to troll me into yeah. another fit. Um, all right, I know we have a whole other skew of comments on Facebook, actually, if you want me to get to those first, if not. Oh, yeah, go go read the ones that are related to the match. Okay, well, in that case, I have... Uh, Three. Uh, uh, I like, have one. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> international says, this episode of Raw sucked. Attention, WWE. It's time to call Undisputed Era to the main roster. Undisputed Era versus the Hurt Business. And then, uh, Vince Nash and Steven come back to the Facebook comments. And uh, yeah, I I can't get the Facebook comments here. Usually, yeah. like I can I can get them, but I I can't oh, yeah. see because of the issues that we've had. And Elvis on his bullshit again says, if Raw wants ratings, they need to bring back Lita to face Shayna. Okay. 
Very good. I want to just highlight one question before we get into this, uh, because my man Daniel loves AEW, and <laughs> who, who doesn't love AEW? It's so I don't, you know, filled with action, uh, with uh, tag twenty tag teams that uh, all look alike and don't ever get anywhere near <laughs> the uh, the tag titles. It's amazing. It's just wonderful. Hey. Here, speaking of which, he said. Um, where did he say? Oh, did it scare you to see Anderson and Gallows on AEW? So, Daniel, this is – I'm more scared of you asking this fucking question because <laughs> if I was scared of two dudes on Impact Wrestling <laughs> showing up on AEW, am I scared of that? Am I scared of two Impact wrestlers showing up on AEW? The answer is no. I don't care. I've seen the Bullet Club reunite multiple times. I don't need to see it again. What happened on Wednesday night was complete garbage. In fact, Alicia Key, uh, Alicia Keys, Alicia Fox, <laughs> Legends Night, <laughs> Raw, Drew, how many millions of people? Two million, 2.1 million people. Alicia Fox did not draw any people. Nobody Bullet was Club. Alicia Fox. Bullet Club Reunion. Omega. Bullet Club Reunion. Drew? 600,000. Yeah, but nobody expected Gallows and Anderson. Let's 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 be quite It frank. doesn't matter. 600,000. Yeah, but you're oh. out here trying to act like uh, Alicia Alicia Fox or Alicia Keys, as you like to call her, is responsible for all of Raw's ratings last week. No. Technician? No, I'm, I'm not letting facts. you get away with that one. Alicia Fox. Facts are facts. Not a legend. Not a draw. Technician, facts are facts. Right, George? Facts Am I right? Alicia Fox George? Not a draw. Alicia Fox. Not a draw, bro. Alicia, Alicia Fox <laughs> is definitely a legend. Alicia Fox right. definitely helped those views last week. And even if the even if Gallows and Anderson were on, if they were if they knew they were coming to the show, they probably would have only only got an extra like twelve thousand viewers. They don't draw. Gallows and Anderson do not draw. Nobody's tuning in to see Gallows and Anderson. That's right. More people tune in for Alicia Fox than they do Gallows oh, and come Anderson. Come on, David. Who who's tuning in to see the brothers? They can't even draw an impact. David, what are you talking about? Okay. Uh, first of all, you know, they can't draw an impact. Oh it's, it's, it's Gallows and Anderson without anybody else, you know, and then you put them on AEW, then it gives them a little bit more star power. I would pay to see Gallows and Anderson any day over at Leisha Fox. Come on. Are you serious? Also, uh, don't make me say, send the acclaim to your house. They might beat you in a rap battle. David, when was the last oh, time you watched? Ain't gonna beat me in a rap battle. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what what was that question again, Stephen? When was the last time you watched Impact Wrestling? What was the last time I watched Impact Wrestling? Uh, almost never because it's Impact Wrestling. Okay, so you're telling me that you would pay to see Gallows and Anderson. Meanwhile, they're free on Impact Wrestling. You watched Alicia Fox last week. You chose not to watch the Good Brothers. I rest my case. Thank you. Okay, guys, you're watching a popular review. This is the 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 house uh, that Alicia Fox respect built. Um, <laughs> respect and love Alicia Fox here. She's a legend. We treat her as much, and uh, we uh, socially shun anybody that does not. So if you disagree, then fine. Maybe uh, you yeah, should put your own podcast and uh, 
whatever. Elvis, but, out of all people, says I like he drew me into watching Raw last week. Shut the fuck up, Elvis. <laughs> I like using logic to 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 school you. So that's what we do here on Unpopular Review. I'm what kind of logic cool. do you have? I'm Big Daddy Cool. I've already schooled you. Shut up, son. Um, what and that, and that trying to convince me that this chick is not a legend or that this chick is a legend? It's she already done. It's already done. It's it, it. We've already had this conversation. You failed. You lost. I didn't Chris lose. Is, Chris, Chris is going to disown you. This, I'm surprised that he hasn't come into this We'll room. save this for next week, but this is not over. No, it's over. And Chris, I heard you disparaging the words of uh, uh, the the legend that is Alicia Fox. Please don't do that. Never mention her name out of your mouth ever again. I will show up for <laughs> your Friday night show and teach you a lesson. Do me a favor. Never. Speak the words of never speak the name of Alicia Fox on your show. Never, unless you want to put some respect on it. Thank you. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. Um, guys, you're watching Unpopular Review. Uh, I'm Big Daddy Cool. I'm joined by the technician who, uh, you know, maybe might learn something later today. He he lost the bet. We, you know, you know why he what, shaved, what George. You know why he shaved. I was like, hey, I bet you uh, Alicia Fox can outdraw anybody uh, in this entire world. No, 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 no. Don't try to like, I bet that. you. And then no. he lost his bet, so now he had to shave. And now <laughs> no, he like I didn't lose any bet. I, I, I fucked up when I was trimming my beard, so I just decided to shave it all off. That was it. This has nothing to do with Alicia Fox. I need to shave nice. my beard. Okay, I you know what? Little no, it's good, man. It's just, okay. put some, just put some, uh, some uh, beard butter in it. Let, let's move on from Alicia Fox. Uh, <laughs> really... <laughs> Alicia, Rosa Mendes but... never won it and never never did anything uh, substantial. Who'd re- Mo- Rosa exactly, Mendes? Exactly, neither did Alicia. Thank you, Victor Nash. Um, why don't we move on from this? Alicia Fox. Wait too much time on this as we did last week. So Jeff Hardy, Jackson Riker. What do you guys think? Didn't didn't need it. Uh, again, it was just uh, to me. It was just a filler match. Uh. I, they they just got to move on from the whole Elias thing. I, I I I was hearing rumors, you know, that we were supposed to be getting uh, Matt. Um, no, I'm sorry, Riddle. They can't they can't call him Matt Riddle anymore. But Riddle and Hardy to go against the Hurt Business for the titles. And so far, I haven't seen that. I just keep seeing the Elias and Hardy going at it. Um, I'm done. It's it, it's over with. They're they're beating a dead horse with this. Yeah, I completely agree. Um. Before I get to Steven, uh, I I just like to say I completely agree with you. That would actually make more sense because originally I thought Matt Riddle was going to challenge for the U.S. title of the Royal Rumble. Um, it doesn't really look like that anymore. So I think that would make the most sense to just throw Jeff and Matt together for a tag title match at the Royal Rumble against the Hurt Business and see how it goes. Steven? Why, what did – does Jeff Hardy like uh... – I don't know what Jeff Hardy did to piss off Vince McMahon. Like this guy has been like on an epic losing streak. And if it wasn't for his win against Elias today, this guy would have been carrying this. Like, I want to say at least six weeks in a row. He's been losing. He's been losing ever since he showed up on a raw. Like he looks like a bum. Like I'm not just saying that because he's drunk. That's all fucked up. That's all fucked up. But hey, I mean, listen, he won he won today and that's all that matters. So the streak is over. Congratulations. Let's clap it up, boys, for Jeff Hardy. He actually won one. Yeah. Good job, Jeff. Congratulations. He's out of the doghouse. 
I'd rather congratulate uh, Matt Hardy on his fourth kid. That guy, just like you, Steve, he don't know how to pull out either. He's like I said, he's the excellence of execution, man. Just like me. <laughs> I never, I never knocked up a woman I didn't want to knock up. So, excellence of know. execution. Good to know. Thank you, <laughs> Daniel Miller. You would know anything about that, right? Because you know, it's hard to knock up a woman when you're jerking off by yourself. <laughs> guys you're watching a popular review if you like that joke please leave a like and daniel miller stop being that jerk that keeps pressing thumbs down on my goddamn show leave a like because uh you keep coming and coming back i know it's you i know just get over it um t-bar versus xavier woods we had t-bar come in and um kofi is out because kofi apparently got injured with a broken jaw last week i think broken jaw is code for covid I'm starting to think everything's fucking COVID. I'm sorry, but that's where I'm at. He's got a broken jaw. It's COVID. And then Drew's got COVID, and it's actually COVID. And then whoever's missing is now they got COVID. Um, T-Bar wins this match in decisive fashion. Are you guys excited for a New Day versus Retribution angle? Um, no. I would have been excited I, I mean, if he was actually with him tonight. Because since Kofi wasn't there, you know, you got the other three guys from Retribution out there and Xavier Woods is out there by himself with the trumpet, trombone, whatever it is. Uh, you know, it would have been cool if Biggie would have just shown up. He didn't have to do anything, but it would have been just like a nice thing to see. Instead, this guy's out there by yep. himself. I know that there was a lot of people um, speculating that Naomi would join and Naomi's been out with an injury for quite some time, but... Everybody's been speculating on Naomi coming back and joining the Hurt Business. What if, at this point in time, Naomi comes back to help the New Day in this angle versus retribution? Is that interest to you at all? That could, that actually make might make a little bit of sense because uh, Reckoning has basically, or Mia Yim, basically has nothing else to do. Um, so why not throw her in with the New Day and have her take on Reckoning? That's why. That's why I said it. Yeah. So I, 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 I would be. I, I would look forward to seeing that match. Honestly, I think Mia Yim and Naomi are two very underrated performers. But um, yeah. Uh, Chris is gonna hate me for saying this. I, I haven't said this in a while, but that's just me. Hey, David, where was Ricochet tonight? Beats me. Probably on main event. Probably got COVID. <laughs> Thank you, George. That's where I was going. <laughs> Everybody's got COVID. You know, Ben Roethlisberger should have came out last night and been like, guys, I'm sorry. I had COVID tonight. <laughs> he he should have said that this morning. He should have been like, whole, uh, yeah, no, I had COVID. The whole Pittsburgh Steelers defense should have just been like, guys, we all had COVID. I'm sorry. <laughs> we fucked it up. <laughs> yeah, but that would also mean that the Cleveland Browns have to probably just like pull out of the playoffs and in, in its entire in their entirety. Nah, uh, are you upset that. that Ricochet may go to AEW? Um, I don't really, I, I don't really care what happens at this point. Anything is better than what's happening right now. So this guy's always like loves mentioning AEW. I love it. Uh, Charmaine says tomorrow's my daughter's birthday. It's past midnight. So are you saying today's your daughter's birthday or tomorrow? I'm confused. If it's today. <laughs> Should we just like have uh, like 
put this entire show on halt until we get a response? Should we just should we just wait to find out? <laughs> nah, well, she, yeah, it says tomorrow. Yeah, so uh, happy birthday to Charmaine's daughter. Um, but yeah, the next match. Should we go to the next match? Yeah, uh, have we talked about Lashley versus Riddle, or am I stupid? No, that's what we're getting to next. No. Okay. So I mean, I mean, you are, you are what you just said. You know, you know who I miss on the show tonight? Who? Katrina. Your mother. <laughs> <laughs> When he left, George, now, bitch. That George, now that he's gone, oh, <laughs> no, no, he's back. back. Steven, oh, you got 18 days to say your prayers before I punch you in the face in New York. <laughs> Listen, as, as long as you bring your mom, it's uh, we're all good. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Mama Sanderson is coming. Is that why we're going to Atlantic City? Because listen, I'm, I'm down if I get to meet Dave's mom. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> She just seems like a sweetheart, Dave. That's all I'm saying. He's going to be like, yo, Mama Sanderson, what number do you want me to put on this roulette wheel? 24? I got you. <laughs> Kobe. You're gonna go, you, you guys going to go play craps and you're going to be like, here you go. For good luck. Blow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Jeff, why doesn't your father love <laughs> Oh my god. You guys are relentless. Oh my god, this is wild. And this is us without drinks. Imagine us with <laughs> seven shots of fireball. Here we go. George, you gotta you gotta come with us. If we if we you have to, up, bro. You gotta, you have to. You gotta come. No, I, listen, I'm down to hang out, but we just gotta figure out a better plan than what Steve pitched to me. I'm not driving three hours for that. <laughs> come on. We'll go real early. Early like Saturday or like early Sunday morning. Let's talk about it. Let's yeah, talk well. about it after the show. Okay. Um, okay, so Riddle versus Lashley for the United States title. We've got Lashley jumping Riddle right before the bell. Um, I, I expected more from this match. Obviously, we're probably going to get a rematch somewhere along the line, but um, Riddle ends up tapping out to the Hurt Lock. Um, I don't know, David. I, I'll, I'll start with you because, you know, Riddle is a friend of the show. Is, Sorry, is, I, is, is I Riddle done? What, what you said before. I, I can't get over <laughs> Over what? About, about your mom over. blowing on the dice? <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Snake eyes. Good job. <laughs> Holy shit. I like that he's getting a kick out of like the idea of like us flirting with your mom in Atlantic City. Like, <laughs> I, mean, I, like, I like that he thinks it's funny. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Matt Riddle versus Bobby Lashley. Um, I told this to Chris, and and I'll say it again. I I thought it made Riddle look a little bit weak. Um, I know, right? But Chris Lashley. didn't agree. He, he made a compelling point. Uh, he made a compelling 
compelling argument, and I know I, I, I'm going to hear it from him later because he's going to be like, of course I did. I'm Chris. But um, anyways, <laughs> um, you know, Matt Riddle, uh, he sort of just got like dominated in that match. Yes, that's exactly the uh, word I wrote down was dominant. Last yeah, it, it dominant. was really short. It was like less than five minutes, and it, it, it made him look weak. He got barely any offense in. And then after that, I mean, he sort of recovered in the MVP match, but I don't know. I, I think it made him look a little bit weak. He did look dominant. Well, not dominant. Uh, <laughs> actually looked dominant in his match with Riddle. I will give Riddle this, though. Like, the dude, he gets it. Like, he knows he how to sell. The way he sold that kick, like, it's obvious to me that, like, MVP pulled back on the kick. But the way Riddle sells it, like, he he did this, like, yelping scream, like, Yo! Oh, no, I, th- I think Riddle's a ph- phenomenal talent. Don't get me wrong. I just think that, this, that the match made him look weak. That's all it is. I'm not trying to disrespect Riddle or, or anything like that, but no, it's just, I don't know. No, David, David, you're absolutely right. They, they hold out my man, Matt Riddle tonight. Bitch. Guy got barely any offense and you know, I, I look at Riddle and, you know, I'm a big MMA guy. You know, I followed his UFC career and, and, you know, Lashley had his MMA career too. And I, and I thought that to myself in watching the match tonight, I was like, no, if these guys fought under MMA rules, as big as uh, Bobby is, I still think Riddle kicks his ass. Like, I don't know what it is about Bobby. He just doesn't – he's never done it for me. The guy's just vanilla. And when I saw Riddle come out with the – sort of like the Yankee pinstripes when he came out to uh, NXT Brooklyn, I was thinking to myself, we actually might get a title change tonight. And, man, I couldn't have been more wrong if I tried because they hoed him out. He just – it it sucked for him. I felt bad, yeah. But I, but I, I, I gotta believe that they're I saving it too. for, you know, they're probably just saving it for the rumble, you know, maybe get the title change there. But Riddle's Riddle is gold. He knows yeah, his I role did. in the company. He's they've they've got something with him. Yeah. Right. And then you know, Victor Nash is out here saying, "Uh, Riddle sucks." Like, what kind of logic? Or what, what kind of bullshit logic? Logic are you on? Uh, <laughs> I, you know what? Like, despite whatever happened in the ring tonight, like, Riddle is one of the guys, and I've said this on the previous show, like, he is the one guy that, like, he seems to get it. Exactly. He knows, he knows where the camera is at all times. He knows how to make a facial to, to register either pain, selling, joy. Like, he gets it. Like, I, there's no other, like, phrase that I can use that he, like – that's it. He just you either get it or you don't. There he is. There's there's our buddy watching UPR. Thumbs up. And he got really looked like he got a busted lip the hard way. Yeah, he got busted um, up tonight. I I was expecting this match to be hard hitting, but I wanted to see it like at a pay per view so they would give him actually like ten minutes to wrestle. Right, and I I, I told, said the same thing to Chris. I wish I really want to say this for the Rumble, but uh, like George said. It's more looking like it's going to be a uh, tag team title match with Jeff and Matt and they're her business, which makes perfect sense. Yeah. Again, I go back to that thing about like, I feel like they put a lot of matches together tonight because they're forced on this. Uh, they're short on talent. Right. So All right, guys. Got COVID, so. Yeah. But you know what? At, at the same time, I kind of like, I didn't understand 
the whole after he lost, he he calls out MVP like, you just took the L. Now you want to beat the older guy? Like, I kind of didn't understand the transition from after the match to the MVP part. You know, like you said, they just had to extend it. But I just, uh, I don't know. I felt like that also kind of made him look weak. Like, okay, I couldn't beat the younger guy, so I'm going to now pick the older guy to fight, and I'm going to look good against him. Yeah. You know, I, I was hoping that maybe... I was hoping that maybe he could, you know, like, while he was working on the mic and as he was walking down, maybe say, oh, if I beat you... I get a rematch with Lashley, you know, down the road for the title again. And then, boom, you have him beat him this way. You can set up. I think that's coming, George. I think that that you'll probably see that next Monday, and that'll probably set up a match for Royal Rumble. But tonight I felt like they were trying to stretch Raw so much that they ended up putting this together real fast. And everybody, Riddle, MVP, and Lashley are doing the best they can. I think the fuck finish of Lashley running in, so that way there's no definitive winner, I think that will lead you to the fact that they're going to do it again next week. Same thing with Sheamus and and um, Keith Lee. I would have saved that battle for some other time. But, I mean, with the way COVID is now, like it's hampered the pay-per-view so much that Royal Rumble is going to be real tight. Like you're probably just going to see the two Royal Rumble matches, a couple of championship matches, and that's it. Like it's wrap it up and let's go home. And, you know, you're not going to get a chance to see Lashley versus Riddle or Sheamus versus Keith Lee until probably Fastlane or Payback or whatever is the one after Royal Rumble. Armageddon for some reason in February. Yeah, I really, um, you know, going off of that, I really wish that they would get rid of the the gimmick pay-per-views, you know, like Money in the Bank and all this crap. They should just go back to the way it was before, you know, like Armageddon, No Way Out, um, instead of just having, like, you know, these gimmick pay-per-views, like Hell in a Cell, Money in the Bank. Um, you know where I'm getting out with this. But, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know what? Why stop there, David? We should go back to, like, really, like, way back, to, like, when okay. there was just four – like four, like SummerSlam, Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, and WrestleMania. Just, just stay with those four. Mm, that's argue. I, I, th- I think you should probably double that for the year. I think you should have about why. Eight. No, why? Why? Why would we need to do that? You have a, <laughs> one pay per view every. Or no, maybe you should have about six. You have one pay per view every two months. No, why? Why? You know what? Just why have one? Just have one. Just like, just like New Japan, they only have one. What are we like? Uh, like 1970s WWE, like <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, why not? If you if you if you made it if you made it the eight right, so you have your big four. Uh, if you bring back the King of the Ring and do it the right way, that would be a great pay per view. If you do uh, a couple of in your houses, in in your houses were dope when I was a kid. Uh, Dave, I mean you're yeah. really young, so I, I don't know. No, they weren't. They you sucked. know, like if you yeah. saw any, NXT. you didn't like in your houses, Steve. I hated them. Yeah, NXT has has done an amazing job at, at resurrecting, you know, these old pay per view concepts. Um, I'd really like to see more of those concepts on the main roster. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think we're going to see that anytime soon. I think we're, we're going to keep seeing, you know, the Hell in a Cells, the TLCs, and all this stuff. And it's unfortunate, but nothing we can do. 
I can I vehemently disagree with you, David. I think that they should double up the the uh, the pay per views instead of having twelve pay per views. They should have twenty four pay per views. That's how much <laughs> I think <laughs> your fucking idea. Didn't they get close to that one year? They had like eighteen or something like that. Yeah, they got close. They had a a, a million, a million pay per views. Yeah, it was like half more were in Saudi Arabia. It was great. It was a wonderful time. There was yeah. a, 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 it was a twenty four seven review. Yeah, there was it, one time there was a, a pay per view the weekend after another pay per view, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> it was a uh, uh, an unstoppable like it, it was just a continuous viewing party that happened. Nobody went home. Everybody smelled. <laughs> Because, you know, that's what wrestling fans do. They <laughs> smell. They don't take care of themselves. That's why me and George always say, uh, oh, hashtag, we, oh, shit. That's <laughs> fucked up, we say, uh, hashtag, uh, we got to do better as a community. We, we got to do better as a community, man. The wrestling community does have to do better. You know, that's why when Red Riddle was on the show and I interviewed him, I was like, yo, you got any self-grooming tips for like these people? Because... Let's be honest. They can't take care of themselves. <laughs> and he was all like, nah, man, you know, it's, you know, people, they, they're they pretty good. I don't know what you're talking about, man. And I was like, come on, bro. Yeah, all you right. smell yeah. Be you, real. You've been in the these. You smell, you smell these bums. <laughs> Chris is back there laughing because he knows exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> he, he lives with two of them. So he definitely wakes up and is like, what's this hey. B.O.? Oh, shit. Good God. With Dylan in this house again? <laughs> Um, let's move, let's move on. But before we move on, let's reset guys. You're watching unpopular review. We're doing the, uh, WWE Monday night raw review show. I'm big daddy. Cool. I'm joined by the technician and George, George, nah, get it right. It's the UPR champion, the technician. People keep forgetting that. Steve, do you remember when it was just WrestleMania? Unfortunately I do. I'm showing my age. Um, George, we need to get you like a hipper <laughs> name. Yeah, dude. Listen, when it came, when uh, the little box came up and it was like, "Put in your name," I'm like, "Man, my name's George. I'm not gonna promote my Instagram. I mean, you could call me. I don't know, you could literally call me whenever. So, like, okay, how old? I call you, you G Money. How how old were you, Steve, when you created the whole Big Daddy Cool thing? Because like, I know you stole that from Diesel. I'm not that much <laughs> younger than you, and I feel like I was the original Big Daddy. Because I literally got it. Oh! <laughs> but you're, you can, you can uh, listen, just just because you watched an Adam Sandler movie and really liked it and then put the <laughs> fucking thing on your, your your shoulder doesn't make you any cooler, man. Like uh, first, first of all, that was actually my nickname in middle school and through high school. That's what everybody called me. Um, the girls called that me before? that. To this day, there's actually that still... Was that before they saw your penis or after they saw your penis? Uh, listen, I, I cannot confirm. I That's cannot confirm up. nor deny. But how is you? Yeah, I, believe, that, uh, I believe I had that name for you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Big Daddy Cole is is also uh, ripping it off from Kevin Ash, and I, I'm sure uh, you know. I don't even know where I'm going with this, but uh, UPR champion is a tough concept. Uh, how is it a tough concept? It's it's pretty easy. Uh, I won the predictions title. I'm your UPR champion. How tough is that to understand, Jeff? I, I guess you're not thinking uh, like you normally aren't, but um, it's it, it's cool. It's fine. But uh, Zilly Zilly said, "What happened with Shayna and Nia Jax tonight?" Uh, I don't know, and I don't care about uh, Nia Jax. Nobody cares about Nia Jax. 
Yes, you do. You care about Nia Jax. Nobody cares about Nia Jax. I'm gonna buy you a Nia Jax shirt. If you if you buy me a Nia Jax shirt, I will proudly burn it. I'm gonna I'm proudly gonna burn it in my front yard. We're gonna go live and watch you burn it. That would be great. Can we do that? Can we do that, please? <laughs> Absolutely. Um. All right, guys. Um. So yeah, the next match is AJ Styles versus Drew Gulak. Uh, backstage, Drew wanted a uh, to enter. <laughs> he was like, "I'm declaring myself for the Royal Rumble." And AJ and Adam Pearce were like, "Bro, you're a nobody. You can't just declare yourself for the Royal Rumble." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's like, "I'm somebody." I got all... He was like, "I've got my matches on this flash drive." And then he hands over this flash drive to Pierce, and Pierce is all like, "Yeah, no, nah, I'm not gonna watch this shit." Um, how about you beat AJ Styles? And if you're in, then I'll give you a Royal Rumble number. And so that's how the match got created. I thought it was pretty witty. So AJ um destroys Drew Gulak, and that's it. So Drew Gulak's just in the in the Rumble. I'm so confused. No, no, he had to win to get into the Rumble, but he did not. Stephen cut out at that point. I was like, what? Okay, I, I was. Barely half paid attention during that segment, anyways. Because were you awake or were you asleep? No, I was awake. I, I actually, I actually thought that there was going to be like, like a roll up somehow, and Drew Gulak does beat him to get in. Yeah. And then it just didn't happen. And I was like, oh well. Again, what was the sense of putting on this match then if he had given this guy false hope? Yeah, that's the thing with WWE. It's like you know they they do a million roll ups in like all their matches, but you know the one that they want to roll up to happen in. Doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. I, I nope. didn't want a fucking roll up to happen. Drew Gulak. Why should Drew Gulak win? Who gives a fuck? It's Drew Gulak. Because you got to fill cool. thirty spots. Exactly. And you can do that. I'm so. Oh, I'm sorry, George. I see you're wearing a wrestler's shirt. It's uh, uh, an homage to uh, the Warriors. Which one of the guys on your shirt uh, is Drew Gulak? Um. <laughs> All of these guys, I'm gonna go with him. I'm gonna go with the match, uh, with the million dollar man, rather. I mean, he's got the million dollar man, the Undertaker, Hulk Hogan, uh, Ultimate Warrior, and Macho so Man. It's, it, it's funny, right? I, no, Macho Man's not. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, he is on a shirt. So I actually wore the shirt. <laughs> last time, I wore the shirt the last time I was in Atlantic City, and I was at the poker table, and one of the dealers was like, Yo, man, I like your shirt. I was like, Oh, thanks. He was like, Yeah, but I don't know about the million dollar man being on that list. And I was like, you know what? I agree with you, uh, but my girlfriend bought it for me for Christmas. So, you know, obviously I got to wear it. And if you don't know anything about uh, poker or Atlantic City or dealers, they got to stay at the table for a half hour. So this guy for the full half hour just kept looking at me and he's like, you know what? By the time I'm done dealing, I'm going to tell you who I think should be on that shirt. Maybe Ric Flair, maybe Shawn Michaels. And then after 15 minutes, he's finally like, you know what? It's Bret Hart. Bret Hart should be on the shirt instead of the Million Dollar Man. What What would you say, Steve? This is like your generation, our generation. I agree with the Million Dollar Man being on that shirt. I don't agree with Bret Hart being on it because Bret Hart was of a different era. Bret Hart is of the new generation, right? Bret Hart was with... Uh, if if they were to make a '90s version of that shirt with like HBK and 
um, Shawn Mike. So it's Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Austin. Then I can see Bret Hart being on the shirt. But that's like the original 80s crew. Okay, fair enough. You but to go back him? to your whole you thing about, you know, Drew, Drew Gulak. No, I don't want to fight you, but to go back to your whole Drew Gulak thing, and like, you know, which uh, wrestling would he represent? With COVID happening right now, Steve, you couldn't even book a Raw. You had to put him on. So why wouldn't you let him take a spot in a Rumble? Could you don't you? think by the time probably Rumble comes, going to have more people in, in COVID protocol? Oh, without a doubt. I, I, I think they're going to end up having to film the Royal Rumble in like three days. But it's going to all look like one three fucking days. match to us. What the fuck? Yeah. Why would they have that? I think they're going to split it up into oh, two or three days. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Like, split it up into two or three days, and then I'll have the actual Rumble matches are live. No. No. no I think the whole, the whole pay per view is going to be, be taped. I think the whole pay-per-view is going to be taped. The Royal Rumble is going to be taped. And they're going to record it like in pieces, just like they did WrestleMania. I I disagree, but okay. Yeah, I got to disagree I, with I, that, too. That doing them with, uh, with the singles matches, but not with the Rumble match, no. You can't tape the Rumble match. The, those are some of the biggest matches of the year. And, and I'm looking now at Steven. He's kind of staring at me like I'm, uh, like I'm an idiot right now. But um, Always. Uh, why would you take the rumble matches? Like spoilers get out so easily nowadays; they'll just get spoiled. Same thing happened with the Keith Keith Lee match. Same thing happened with uh, with Biggie and the IC title. It's a, it seems like the big the biggest things happen on ta- uh, happen when they're taped, and then spoilers get out and ruin it for everybody. That's why I, I I can't enjoy taped. It's hard to enjoy taped wrestling when it's not uh when it's spoiled, because it's just like how do I get into this? I know who's gonna win. What's your favorite show on TV that's not wrestling? I don't know. I don't really watch TV besides wrestling. Shot your joke right to hell. I know, man. This guy every every time every Monday night I try to get like lay, I lay one up and then like. He's like Matumbo, just, and then he's like this. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Not today. Question, uh, are they allowing NXT to participate in the Rumble, or are they going to keep them out like Survivor Series? I think they're going to keep them out. That's my opinion. I think they're going to keep un- them out. Un- unless that's where Damian Priest makes his uh, entrance. You know, uh, his because uh, they said he's being called up, right? That's what they're saying. I think Rhea, Rhea, and Damian Priest will be in the Rumble, but I'm already assuming that they're on the main roster. They're not going to be like there for NXT and then go back to NXT. Uh, for those of you wondering about Shayna and Nia, that's you, David. That was the next match. Oh, um, you can discuss this match without me. They battled Dana <laughs> and Mandy. <laughs> I know. He likes to do that. He thinks he's funny. Um, so, yeah. So, Dana and Mandy fought Shayna and Nia. Again, this match uh, was just, again, filler. Um, Baszler put the Kirafuda clutch on Dana, and that was it. Um, this match was two, just like the, she- the Sheamus and 
Keith Lee match was full of miscommunication between Shane and Nia. Meh. It was just, it is what it is. I, I, I had no, no, no thoughts on it. Agreed. They're obviously going to break them up. Oh, if, yeah, for sure. But by this point, you would have thought that they would have had like a better storyline going with it. I agree with you. I just, it's unfortunate that they haven't done anything with them. I was looking to see what they were going to do with Lana, but they didn't apparently get a chance to pull that off either because I guess Lana got hurt. Um, if you were to go on a poker trip um, to Vegas or Atlantic City, would you rather have Shayna with you or would you rather have Nia with you? Oof. I'm going to have to go with Nia uh, for a couple of reasons. One, Shayna likes women, so I would stand no shot. Two, this would Maybe be my a good only wingman. opportunity. You know what? She probably is a dope wingman. I can't front. She looks like she could uh, you know, drink a couple of people under the table. She looks like she knows how to have a good time. But Nia, on the other hand, if I go with her and I get a chance to get to know her, by way, thank God my girlfriend doesn't watch anything like this because then she'd slap the shit out of me for even talking like this. But if I took Naya with me, I have a shot to get into that Samoan family. And then who knows? Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe two weeks from now, I'm, uh, you know, you invite me back on and I'm doing it. And I have my co host, The Rock, next to me. You know, maybe I'll get to hang out with The Rock of the Day or The Usos or Roman. Like, I think that's why Naya is single is because people are scared to actually date her. And when they show up to like family function, oh, well, fuck me, there's Dwayne Johnson. There's, you know, <laughs> Joseph Anawai. You know, there's like, holy shit, these guys are huge. And I'm just here, Joe Schmo fucking doing whatever. Who put that up there? Stop. Motherfucker! Shut up. Get Wait, out of here. Shut up, shut up. Just keep moving. So, fuck you know. David. So that's, that's, you know, like, that's why Nia single. I think that's why Nia singles, because everyone is too scared to actually date her, because once you come home to the family, that's it. Like, yo, they're barbecues, their family get-togethers, family reunions, they gotta be lit. No? You don't think so? I think so. I want to say that that's probably why David uh, doesn't want to give Nia the time of day, because he's really afraid. Right, David? Silence means yes. Go ahead. Thank you. <laughs> Silence means yes. <laughs> <laughs> Silence means yes. Go ahead. Um, all right. So that's pretty much Monday Night Raw. Um, overall, would you give Raw a thumbs up or a th thumbs down? Let's start with you, George. You are our guest. Would you give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Dude, it's a thumbs down. I can't even give it the Bret Hart 4 out of 10. Like It, it was worse than a 4 out of 10. And it sucks because the first time you bring me on, I was really hoping that we'd have like a decent show where we could have some, you know, banter and have some good things to talk about. But by the end of the show, yeah. like I almost texted you. You know what, dude? Do me a favor. Don't have me on because I don't want to talk about this shit show. <laughs> wow. Very good. David, thumbs up or thumbs down? I got thumbs straight smack dab in the middle. I thought this was an okay show. It wasn't a horrible show. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't get why people, <laughs> I don't get why people like shit on Raw so much. Raw really isn't that bad of a show, you know. Tonight, I think it was 
leaning towards more of a thumbs down because, you know, they stretch out a lot of segments. They had a lot of the same guys in multiple segments. But besides that, really not a bad show. And, uh, yeah, David Ramble, as usual. Good job. I like it. I I give it a thumbs down, too. I mean, it's – again, I feel like it's sad because I think Raw, if if it was at full capacity and you could have people watching it the way it's supposed to be watching it, it would have been a lot better. Steven, guess what Guess uh, what we can blame this show on? COVID. Exactly. That's what exactly what I said. <laughs> so you blame this show and it's fucking COVID. Hold up. Vince wants to give his opinion. Thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, of course. Good job, Vince. Of course. Every, every Ross, thumbs up. My man, Vince. Um, all right, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up soon. Um, George, thank you for joining us. But before we wrap up, we want to talk about a couple things. We usually do our top five wrestlers of the week. I know that you might not be ready for that, but we'll give you some time to vamp and think about that. Or you can just shout out any random ones. We're gonna have David start, and then I can go, or you can go, whatever you like. David, are you ready for your top five? I am. Just, I don't know if you've watched the top five before. David likes to put guys that lose on the top five. Oh, here we go. I knew you were going to say this. I knew you were going to say this. Okay. All right. Top five. Go here ahead. we go. I'm prepared this time. All right. Number I'm going to write this. David, go ahead. Oh, God. I'm just going to write this. Yeah. Top five wrestlers of the week. Let's get it going. Top five. Number five, Raquel Gonzalez. Raquel Gonzalez continues to show her dominance uh, during the last woman's standing match against Rhea Ripley by putting her through the stage floor. This made her look a lot more powerful, and I can see big things uh, coming for Raquel Gonzalez in the near future. You actually wrote that down? <laughs> it looked like you were reading off of something. Yeah, I usually I, I usually write this down. Oh wow, I'm impressed. Yeah, I I, I sorry I I. You usually write this down. You're usually unprepared. What are you talking about? I'm usually I usually okay. write them down. Besides last week, okay, shut the fuck up. You're basing this on one week. All right, <laughs> number four, we got Zaylee. Zaylee made her longer way to return to on this what eh, this packs. <laughs> This past week, NXT, she's gotten in tremendous shape and looks to be in the running for a possible NXT Women's Championship run in the future, despite not confronting the champion on this past week's episode. What do you guys think about Xia I like Xia I think uh, her uh, new gimmick, her rebranding is working out great. I think uh, she's awesome. I think so, too. I think so too. I'm, I'm I'm very excited. I've been I've been anticipating this return for such a long time, and it finally happened. And then, of course, you know, um, some female jobber had to be there for the return instead of her being so incredible. But they didn't want to bury any of the others other talent, so they had to find someone that was walking in the back. Um, yeah, it was good. It's much yeah. better than uh, you know. What? Oh, listen, bro. Don't stop hating. Stop hating on Kyrie. I, I do. On, Kyrie saying, this motherfucker. Damn. Okay. So fucked up. Hidden on Kyrie. Anyways, she was a fucking pirate that had no fucking pirate. All she had was a pirate wheel. It's fucking ridiculous. What kind of pirate are you? Pirate princess doesn't have a boat. Okay. <laughs> she, was, she was more over than you, Stephen. What? 
I'm messing around. Um, so number three, we got Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. Um, I know this may come as a surprise, but you know Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode uh, won the SmackDown tag titles on this past Friday SmackDown. Um, I, I'm really glad that they won this. You know, this is a fresh team winning the titles, and I'm really excited for what they're gonna do. Um, it's finally. It, I, I know they're not exactly like the fresh is in the, in the in the tag team, but like it's it's a newly formed team, and now now I'm rambling. God damn it. Um, they're they're a newly formed team. Okay, you know you know what I mean. I know that they're not actually a newly formed team. They they've been a team for quite some time, but it, it's good to see someone someone that's not the new day or the Usos getting the titles constantly. Okay, I think this pick is debatable. I mean, granted, they did win the tag titles. They've been around forever. So, but hey, they're on your list. I just, I'd, I'd quite, I, that's, it's questionable. Okay. All right. Well, that's you. Um, but number two, I have Keith Lee. Keith Lee had not won, but two matches. Uh, on tonight's Raw, and he he won both of them, and he was in a segment with Triple H. So I think this is a great night for Keith Lee. Um, you can tell that that Keith Lee has they have so much plans for Keith Lee in the future. If anybody dares to say that Keith Lee is being buried or he's not going to make it, you are dead wrong. You are dead wrong. You don't put Keith Lee on on a, on the same screen as Triple H if you don't have plans for him. Come on, seriously. Okay, um, very good. But yeah. Number one, um, this is gonna be good. This, this is uh, this is gonna come as a shot to you, and I know you were just complaining about this, me putting people that lose on the list. But you know what? This person deserves to be on that list, and you know who I'm about, who I'm about to put on this list: Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke Nakamura put on an absolutely stunning performance on during Friday's Gauntlet match. He had me wondering if he was gonna be Reigns' next challenger. Unfortunately, that idea. Did not come to life, um, but Shinsuke's performance definitely solidified him to be in the running for a future world title shot. Good job. I'll give you a lot of credit for putting this whole thing together. You did a nice job. I appreciate it. Thank you. I'm actually prepared this week. You are. You. This is probably the best top five you've put on uh, since we started top five a couple weeks ago. So good job. Let's read some of these top fives from people in the uh, chat. Charmaine's top five is Drew... Keith Lee, Adam Cole, King Corbin, and Elias. King Corbin. <laughs> Elias also took a King major. Corbin. Okay. All right. I don't know where you're smoking, but okay. Jeff is, says Omega, Kyle O'Reilly, Raquel, Finn, and Zia. That's a good top five. Okay. Victor Nash says so no, Raquel. Yes, Raquel, Kenny Omega, Finn Balor, uh, Dirty Dogs, and Big E is number one. Go ahead, uh, George. Yeah, so the only question I have is when you guys pick your top five, is this like from the last week of wrestling? Is this from like a it's month? Like Tuesday you guys to pick Monday. It's last top five Tuesday wrestlers of the week. So basically, can, Monday. so basically anyone from Impact, anyone from NXT AEW, anyone from SmackDown, and anyone from tonight's Raw. Got you. Got you. Okay, I think, I think I'm ready for my top five. All right. Okay, had, go for it. Had I had had I had more planning, it would have been way better, and I would have had backstory to why I'm picking him the way David did. Uh, but coming in at number five, 
I'm going to go with Snoop Dogg from AEW <laughs> with the absolute worst frog splash. Uh, I can't even call it a frog splash, but the absolute worst splash I've ever seen in my life. But Good. because he had the balls to do it, I'm going to go ahead at number five. Uh, number four, I'm actually going to steal from David. I got to go with uh, the Dirty Dogs. Uh, Steve knows I'm actually a big Ziggler guy. I've been a fan of Ziggler for quite some time. So anytime Ziggler gets a little bit of gold around his waist, uh, I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him. So I got to go with him there. Number three, I'm going to go with Roman Reigns. The guy's just, you know, it was his charisma. He's just the man, you know. There's, there's, the table. Yeah, you know, you could just, he's the, exactly the head of the table, the tribal chief. Number two, I'm going to go with Keith Lee. Uh, most, I mean, yes, everything David said for tonight, but even from last week, the match with Drew, they had a really great match. Uh, you know, Keith Lee showed why he should be in the main event picture, in the main event, you know, scenario, going for the heavyweight title, hopefully, you know, sometime soon. And coming in at number one, uh, I will admit it is a rib, but the guy is technically a winner. I'm going with Adam Pierce from SmackDown. Wow. <laughs> that's a good pick. Look at that. You actually did something that I couldn't do in like my many, many shows, and that's get rid of David. Congratulations. You're welcome. You're welcome. Oh, this he's back. Adam You're Pierce, welcome. number one. Let's what, hear the excuse as to why Adam Pierce is number one. Because uh, I don't pick losers. I only pick winners. And he won. Yeah, he's, he's going to fight Roman Reigns at the Rumble. Look. He's going to fight the Rumble. Look, he's going to go. How do you pick a guy like Adam Pierce? Adam Pierce. He he won a number one contenders match. He's the number one contender against the number one wrestler in all of the world. People got to put some respect on Adam Pierce's names. They forget where he came right. from. Yeah, former NWA champion. I would have respected you more if you put Adam Pierce at number five because he definitely mm -hmm. deserves to be on the list. But number one? What? <laughs> He's the number one contender. Where else should he go, yeah. David? How do you put Adam Pierce at number one? That's incorrect. George, no disrespect to you, bro, but... <laughs> number one, what the fuck? Hey, listen, had I had more of a heads up, uh, you know, I probably would have had a way better top five, but that's what I could come no, up that with was good, in the three was minutes good. I had. That was good spitting that out real quick. Jeff is laughing that you mentioned Impact uh, as uh, top wrestling. And then Victor Nash says, uh, since it doesn't have to do with wrestling, I, uh, a wrestler, I pick Adam Pierce. See, picked Adam Pierce too. See, you, 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 um, I'm a trendsetter. I started trends. Yeah. You are, Jeff says Ibushi times five. <laughs> um, here's my top five. Uh, and again, this is my top five. You just had this woman beat the former, what is she like now, the 10-time? I think she's up to 11. 11, right? I think it's this 11. Woman, this woman beat a future Hall of Famer, 10-time oh, uh, champion, 11-time champion, and I can probably say with um, some confidence that she's bedded uh, 
the 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 16-time world champion and best um, wrestler in the world. She's probably right now as we're speaking on Space Mountain. I'm talking about Lacey Evans. <laughs> yeah, finally put in some respect to Lacey Evans' name. Well deserved. Lacey well Evans. And uh, number four, you're going to like this pick, boys. Uh, I picked the Dirty Dogs because nice. they're the is new champions. What's that? Is that their tag team name? They, that is That's their tag, tag team name, yeah. I did not know that. Sorry, I, I, I must have missed the episode where they, where they got a name for their tag team. It's all right. You were probably asleep. They even got a shirt that says it too. Yeah. Number three, I got Keith Lee because obviously he looked really strong tonight. And uh, my man looks like he's slimming down. So, you know, this this extra working out um, is working out. George, you know, you and I, we hang out. Uh, we used to hang out a little more regularly than we do now with COVID. Um, and we used to play a game of uh, is it inappropriate? And I would ask you a question. <laughs> you would start with. George, is it inappropriate if I yada, yada, yada? And so I'm going to play that with you right now. George, is it inappropriate if I DM Keith Liam go, hey, bro, it looks like you're losing weight. What's the secret? It is not inappropriate. It is not inappropriate to do that. Do you think he'll respond to me and be like, well, what do you think he would respond uh, I don't think he would respond at all. But I can tell you right now, if he did respond and somehow he sent you a voice note, that voice note would sound like James Earl Jones. Because Keith Lee is indeed the James Earl Jones of the WWE. You heard that here first, guys. This is why I asked George to come on. Earlier in a chat group this week, he brought he dropped this gem and I was like, holy shit, he's right. Keith Lee is the James Earl Jones of wrestling. 1,000%. Maybe because they're both black, but also maybe because they're very eloquent speakers. It's just, listen, I don't know if anyone else, uh, if everybody who's watching, I can't, you know, I don't have the thing here, so I don't know if like 12 people are watching, 29 people are watching. But for those of you who are watching right now, if you haven't seen Keith Lee's 24, you got to watch it. Three minutes in, and instantly I'm like, this guy should be doing audible books. He should just be reading things like bedtime stories. Like his voice is just one of the craziest things I've ever heard. He's almost like a black bane. Like I don't know how he does it with his voice, but he just yeah. He, I don't I don't know, man. But I I could listen to that almost any. If that guy talks, like I listen, I have to listen. He James Earl Jones. Jones. Like oh, some man. wrestling podcasts? <laughs> no, he does not put me to sleep the way other wrestling podcasts do. Um, Victor Nash says that if I were to DM Keith Lee and ask him about his weight loss, he'd probably... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no offense to him. I can't even go over. Go check them out. Uh, they're actually a really great wrestling podcast. They're, they're hosted by UPR Zone. Uh, Jeff Lippman and Big Daddy Cole, Stephen Pena. Uh, <laughs> Steven, I am so sorry. <laughs> Anyways, Victor says that if I were to call Keith Lee or DM him, his response would be he's losing weight because of COVID. <laughs> I can tell that it's like getting close to one o'clock because David gets punchy. He starts getting like real, like, like 
you can tell that the Ritalin is, the, is, is kicking in or the Ritalin. Not, it's, <laughs> what, it's, what are the chances? What are the chances that Keith leaves on that DDP yoga trip? <laughs> so, mm. so DDP yoga is good. I did it. It helped uh, McFoley. Yeah. Do you drink Bing, Stephen? Yeah, I do drink Bing. Okay, cool. Bang and Jim Bing. Bean. Stuff's not good for the heart. Who, Jim Bean? Yeah, it's great. Oh. Bang, energy, the energy drink that we were just talking about. Anyway, so I had Lacey Evans, number five, Drew, uh, Dirty Dirty Dogs, number four, Keith Lee, number three. I've got Nakamura, number two, for your reasons, uh, David. He did a really good job in this. I was surprised when he beat Daniel Bryan. I thought Daniel Bryan was going to win that gauntlet match. And, uh, yeah, so Nakamura really surprised me. And number one is, it's unfortunate that Daniel uh, Miller is not still around in the chat because... I'm about to blow up one of his uh, AEW guys. You put Kenny at number one, didn't you? I put Kenny Omega at number one, and there's two reasons. One, he was able to reunite the Bullet Club on AEW. That's a big thing. Everybody got, you know, internet marks uh, worldwide. We're like, oh, my God, the Bullet Club's back together, even though it's like the fucking umpteenth time we've seen them uh, come together. <laughs> And last I checked, Tamatango was not anywhere in the fucking ring in AEW, but whatever. Um, but here's the real reason he's the number one. Do you know who they put a pounding on? Go the Bullet Club, the uh, Super Kick Twins, the Young Bucks, the Good Brothers, and Kenny Omega. They all beat the tar out of this one guy, a former AEW champion. John Who Moxley. did they beat down? <laughs> That's right. John I can't stand John Moxley. And the fact that they just completely fucking jumped the piss out of this guy was fucking amazing. I loved it. So that's why anytime Kenny Omega will beat the living trash out of John Moxley, he's going to be number one on my list. That's right. Stop that's, hating. That's, Stop that's right, Jeff. Stop the hate. Stop the hate. Stop Moxley's hating. a deadbeat dad. This guy found out that Renee was pregnant and he decided to run off to Nicaragua. I'm pretty sure you've heard about this, George. I've, he decided had, to, I've heard. He disappeared for like four weeks. And uh, I think for some reason he had to come back. So that's that. No, I'm not ranting. I've already said this. <laughs> Guys, I just want to quickly run through some uh, rumors. Uh, and that's having to do with these call-ups. So we've got, um, no, don't, don't spoil me. I don't want to hear, uh, I don't want to hear it. Cause I don't like getting spoiled. I don't it's, all, the it's all the ones that you're already familiar with. So what do you think about the idea of Damian priest coming up to SmackDown? I, I don't think anybody from NXT should be, uh, should be going up to SmackDown. Uh, should be going up to the main roster. NXT needs to have roster depth. NXT needs roster depth. Yep. George. Um eh, I never really cared for Priest too much on NXT. The chances of me liking him on the main roster are probably gonna be slim to none. I I can't figure out what he is. He's Spanish, he's Puerto Rican, just like me. That's <laughs> about it. That's all I know. Like this guy, like his entrance, he shoots uh fake bow and arrow, there's fire involved, but I don't think he even knows what he is. 
He's good like Fernando Rodgers. He, uh, he did Corey Graves. He did a Corey Graves podcast, and I got to tell you, I actually enjoyed that interview. I got to learn a little bit about him more, uh, which made me appreciate him just a little bit more, but not that much more where I would actually give a fuck about him. Copy that. What about Rhea Ripley? Hmm. I mean, you know, dude, last year I thought she was going to be the year. Yeah, I thought like it was going to be her year. She came off such a strong ending to 2018 uh, in the Survivor Series match, beating uh, Shayna Baszler for the NXT Women's title. You know, then she... uh, 2019. That was 2019. No, because tw- oh no, we're in twenty twenty one. Fuck, you're right. No, you're right. I'm over here. Or was it COVID's on no, the brain? Yeah, That's it. it. Was- yeah, so twenty nineteen. Yeah, it was twenty nineteen. Yeah, no, you were right. Twenty nineteen, she wins the belt uh, from Shayna, and then goes on to Survivor Series. She's the sole survivor team, and then we get her at Mania, and I still argue to this day, like there's no doubt in my mind. Have if we had fans, she goes over on Charlotte. Um, but now COVID happens. That's a thing. She loses, and then that's it. Like you want to talk about a fall for grace? Jesus Christ! Like she fell off the face of the planet after losing to Charlotte. She was eating up mad L's in NXT. Uh, you know, she just started catching a little bit of fire again as of recently. I'm hoping that when she comes to the main roster for her second go around, that. You know, she just has a better turnout. I don't know if she'll get to Charlotte again right away, because obviously Charlotte doesn't have a belt. Granted, maybe Rhea doesn't need to fight for the belt right away, but I hope they can build her up to where she was right before they took the crown away from her at Mania. Yep. I like that idea. I also like the idea of Lacey taking the belt off of Asuka with Ric Flair, and then Rhea taking the belt off of Lacey. Take, Lacey taking the belt off of... Oh, okay. But... You know, I feel like as long as you can get some separation. And also, like, let me ask you this this question. Do you think Rhea versus Charlotte needs a belt? Or is the rivalry already built in? The feud already built in? Is it juicy enough? I think it's uh, good enough. Well, you say Rhea and Charlotte, like, reigniting their rivalry? Rivalry? Yeah. Uh, if it's going to be for the belt or if they're going to re- reignite in any sort of way, Rhea needs to win. Charlotte cannot win this uh, this second this second part of the rivalry. Or it would seriously hurt Rhea's credibility. But does already, she need the belt, though? That's the question. I don't care if it's, it's for the belt or not. Rhea needs to win. God, I don't, don't think you need the belt. You don't need the belt for this feud, no. Very good. Okay. Um, what about these two names? They're indie names. The first one I'm going to mention is Switchblade Jay White. If he shows up to the Royal Rumble, do you think he gets like as as big a reaction as, let's say, AJ Styles? I mean, it is in the Thunderdome. Absolutely not. And I don't even think he should come to the main roster. Uh, AJ Styles was special. And that's why he came to the main roster. Jay White needs to go to NXT. And I'll argue anybody about that. If you think he's main roster ready, just because of what he's done in New Japan. And and listen, I'll be the first to tell you, he's had great matches out there. He's had a really good career out there. 
Steve, you didn't get to see him at the G1 because you left early, but I got to see him fight Okada at MSG, and he had a good show out. I mean, he lost the title, but no, I do, I do think he needs to go to NXT. I don't think he's ready for the main roster. I did see some of that match, and eh, I'm just not impressed. I'm not that impressed. I've seen other matches of his, and I'm not impressed with Jay, Jay White. I don't understand the, the hype. Um, Dave, you got any opinions on this? Do you even know who Jay White is? Jay, uh, funny enough, I, I sort of do. I mean, um, when I, I went to New York the last time, you know, to go watch Survivor Series with you guys, um, I had went to go meet Brian Cage, and Jay White was in this in that same loop. You know, he was just uh, like a couple hundred yards down the street uh, doing another uh, meet and greet. But I, I'm not really familiar with his work in New Japan. Uh, I've heard lots of good things about him. But, uh, yeah. If he were to come out, let's say, number 30, would you be able to – would you know who, the, who he looks like? Would you see him? Not really, honestly. Copy that. What about Marty Skrull? That would be insane. That would be insane if they did that. Um, you know, you know what other guy, you know, call me crazy. I know this guy has talked so much smack about WWE over the years. But one guy that I think may come back in the Royal Rumble, uh, a guy who recently announced that he was going to return to wrestling in 2021, that is the big guy, Ryback. Ryback well, is not stepping foot in WWE. Are you yeah. out of your mind? That you never know. But you never you know. You never know. This man has talked so much shit about Vince McMahon. This guy's not coming back. He's he's dead. He if anybody's blacklisted out of WWE, this guy's on the list. It's probably CM Punk number one, Ryback number two. I might put Ryback at number one, actually. Oh, you're CM probably Punk. right. Because Ryback is zero money. CM Punk, there's still money in. Ryback isn't exactly zero money, bro. I mean, he he still got you know the Fiend more thing going. I, I I always liked Ryback. I was kind of how many, was how many Ryback me. shirts do you have? Why does that matter? <laughs> how many Alicia Fox shirts do you have? Shut the fuck up. Exactly. One. You have an Alicia Fox shirt, really? I'd like to see it. I'll show it to you next week on Raw Review. Show it to me. Note that. Hope okay. hopefully it arrives in the mailbag. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Shut the fuck up. I knew it. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, that's yeah. That's pretty much it, guys. We've been uh, watching the unpopular review Monday Night Raw review show. This has been a great blast. I feel like we've done the best we can with such a lackluster Raw. It was a rough, a rough, a rough go at it, mostly because of COVID. I'd like to blame COVID, but that's it. Um, George, any final thoughts? Anything you'd like to plug? Uh, no, there's there's not a single thing I would want to plug. There's nothing I'd uh, there's nothing I'm doing in life that requires a plug. Um, final thoughts. Hopefully, once we get off of this, uh, we can discuss real Royal Rumble plans, and hopefully, I can link up with you guys. Uh, I would enjoy seeing the show with all of your UPR friends and family that you have created. David, I don't know if you know this, but you guys have stolen Steve from me. Like me and Steve have been doing this for years. And all of a sudden, you guys come along, you give him a show, and I don't see this guy anymore anymore at all anymore. It was also because of COVID. Uh, so let, let me make this clear. Chris stole Steve from you. I did not steal Steve. I did not recruit Steve. So 
Just making that clear. Nobody really recruited me. I was just like stalking people in the comments. And then I was like, hey, can I come on the show one time? And they were like, yeah, sure, why not? And then that's how I didn't even know that. Wow, I'm so stupid. Okay. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Well, that's how I started. I was in the comments calling you out. And a thumbs up from Vince McMahon. Um, There you go. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, call, I, think, I called uh, you out for uh, losing to me in fantasy football all season. I'm oh, that's right. Com- I'm yeah. the guy in the comments that's always. Oh, you're the season. guy. <laughs> He's the guy. That's me. Congratulations. I'm now you see. Guy. This is George. Oh, we got a Roy Rock. This is why ADHD does see you. You can't connect the dots until like two years after. Do we have a? Do we? Uh, did we all agree to the Royal Rumble uh, pool? Yeah. The bet. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I don't know any bet, but I I, I think uh, I think I, I know thought, who's going to be number thirty in the Rumble. I was talking to George. It's going to be this guy right here, yeah. Decap. <laughs> Look how much thunder in the Royal Rumble. That's it. Please, please. I told you once at the it's the end of the show. It's one o'clock. He starts getting punchy. Yes. Uh, anyway, we did we'll agree. talk about the we'll talk about the bet later. All right, well, you got. I think it. we should we should have a we should have a show dedicated to how the bet works because I feel like there's not enough betting in wrestling. And please don't. You can, guys. You can bet on the Royal Rumble. You absolutely can bet on the Royal Rumble. Go ahead, go lose money. All right. Even though the outcome is is predetermined, obviously, you know, if somebody were like, "Oh, I pick Bianca Belair," granted, like that's, but then there's another way you can bet on the Royal Rumble, and we'll talk about that later on another show. Victor Nash wants me to point out that uh, spoiler alert: Tessa Blanchard will debut at the Rumble. This is accurate, pretty accurate. Um, I think that might happen. Would you guys be excited think, to see Tessa Blanche? I think I we would. got a, Yeah, I don't know. I think we got a better shot at Ronda coming back. Wow, really? That's a That's, that's a bold... interesting. He's he's got a good point there. I think Ronda could come back. Becky's not going to be back until like after WrestleMania. I was hoping so, she would I, be back for Rumble at this baby, so. Did no, you she notice that baby, she's got to get prepared, but I'll tell you this, right? What? On her Twitter, she Sorry, changed. Uh, Sorry, on her Twitter, she changed her. Uh, she changed her profile uh, description to say, "What did she say?" Let Going me bring it up work. real quick. Putting in work or something. Going back to something like that. Yeah. Who Becky, said that? Becky Lynch. Becky. Time to go to work is what she said. Yeah, she's got a lot of work to to get back to the ring. Ruben wants to know, is it possible for us to have a Zoom video chat during the Royal Rumble? Probably not, but if we are all together and what we're trying to plan is like a a hotel room of like the UPR hosts, and so we'll do a live show with reactions, and then we'll bring different guests on. So that's what we'll do. Oh, David is waving vehemently at me now and had to do that off the air. We'll see. We'll keep it a secret. Okay. Oh, All right. What uh, secret? Um, what, 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 what law have we broken? Uh, motherfuckers are fucking breaking into the Capitol. They're going to get party next week. <laughs> so what, what, what? No, we got to worry about having a non existent fucking party? Come on now. Ridiculous. Right. Yeah, Steve, Steve, All I right, always thought. The... Go ahead. Oh, okay. I was going to say it's about 110. I was going to start saying we should probably wrap things up. But uh, what were you going to say? Yeah, let's, ra- let's wrap it up. Go ahead, George. No, no, no. Steve was talking about the Capitol. I was going to say, I, I always thought the uh, the quote was, have fun storming the castle. Clearly, we were wrong all these years, Steve. It was have fun storming the Capitol. 
Number five. That's my guy. That's your guy. All right, guys, you've been watching Unpopular Review. I'm just going to quickly play some uh, uh, just uh, two videos going out, and then we're going to take off. Obviously, uh, like I said earlier, if you haven't already subscribed to our YouTube and Facebook, we've got um, – we're all over the place. We're on Facebook at Unpopular Review Pod. We are uh, on YouTube. Just search Unpopular Review, and we come up. If you find us there, please make sure you like and subscribe to our channel. We do wrestling reviews. We do movie reviews. The next one that we have coming up, I believe, is... Dun, 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 dun. We've got X-Men 2. What do you need, William? Just your authorization for a special operation, Mr. President. We've managed to gather evidence of a mutant training facility in the upstate New York. This facility is a school. Sure it is. Nobody really knows how many even exist. Or how to find them. Except you. Very good. And that's going to be later this week. I think it might be either tomorrow or Thursday that they're going to end up doing the uh, X-Men 2 movie review. They have the X-Men 1 movie review. It's already up on our Facebook and our YouTube. Please make sure that you check that out. If you like movie reviews, we do movie reviews. It's fantastic. A fun time. Laughs. Um, and yeah. Um, and the wrestling review, we do wrestling reviews after every wrestling show in the week. Our next wrestling review will be on Wednesday night after AEW and NXT. And then again on Friday for SmackDown. So please tune into that. Guys, that's all I've got. Um, George, thanks for coming on. Thanks, George. Thanks for having me. And David, thanks for staying awake, David. And uh, guys, I'm a big daddy cool. So thank you for watching and uh, have a good Monday night. Take it easy, guys.